I'm Chance Dorland, and welcome to the Marmot's Hole Podcast, brought to you by KoreaFM.net, an online radio station featuring independent musicians and original podcast content from the Korean Peninsula. I'm, of course, joined each week by Robert Kohler, a magazine editor here in Seoul who for years operated the Marmot's blog on rjkohler.com. Today we'll be focusing on K-pop, not something that I would have predicted we'd be talking about, Rob, but it's not your run-of-the-mill K-pop story either. So let's get started here. Today, the Korea Times reported that the Center for a Multicultural Korea, which is a Seoul-based nonprofit organization, it plans to file a case before South Korea's Human Rights Commission over a possible human rights violation by JYP Entertainment for forcing a Taiwanese member of its girl group twice, all capital letters, to apologize for waving Taiwan's national flag. So uh, it's kind of a detailed story, but basically, the 16-year-old performer who is a Taiwanese native, she waved the flag of the Republic of China during a web broadcast of NBC's television show, My Little Television. This happened actually back in November of last year, and at the same time, Japanese members of the group held out the flag of Japan. So, you know, everybody's just kind of waving their flags. The footage was shown only in the online portion, and it was cut out from the official broadcast. However, this incident has now snowballed into this currently ongoing controversy that we're talking about now. And as the issue kept kind of gaining momentum, actually just Friday, so about three days ago, JYP Entertainment released a video clip through the group's YouTube channel where the 16-year-old performer apologized and said, there is only one China. Now, JYP Entertainment maintains that the apology was not forced, and it notes that as the girl is a minor, the company waited for her parents to come to Korea to discuss the apology with them. And then to add to this whole ongoing story, actually, the homepage of JYP was shut down uh, Sunday, so yesterday, after a cyber attack. And that attack has been rumored to be the work of Taiwanese members of, you know, Anonymous, that big hacker group, as some kind of retaliation against the company. But from what I've seen, those have only been rumors. So that's kind of where we are now, Rob. So uh, I guess, where do you want to start off? Uh, First, I'd say... um, why do you think this is such a big deal now? This didn't happen yesterday. This didn't even happen this month or last month, but in November. Um, maybe I'm just not hip anymore, but I don't remember hearing about this until about now. Right. Um, when this first went down, uh, I mean, when the when when the show went on, nobody really noticed it. But um, it came to the Chinese netizen attention through the efforts of a uh, particular Taiwanese singer who's... Uh, rather notorious for his pro-Beijing, uh, pro-China uh, views. In fact, I believe he's actually now a PRC citizen. Um, and he has a history of, well, uh, tipping off the, the Beijing authorities to entertainers or, uh, you know, to... Taiwanese entertainers or Taiwanese figures um, engaging in what he considers to be uh, pro-independence activities or making pro-independence statements. So, so this guy's like a blatant mole that everyone knows does what he does, and he he ragged on her. He he let them know. Well, I'm not sure if he's a mole per se, and he's pretty out in the open now. So um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, basically he. Uh, yeah, he went on to I get you know not t- Twitter, but what is it? Uh, the, the Chinese equivalent to Twitter, uh, and uh, yeah, basically outed her and uh, 
or not even outed her. Outed her would seem to seem to suggest that uh, what he was saying had some type of uh, legitimacy to it. But basically, he accused her of you know being pro into you know by waving the Taiwanese flag on South Korean TV he was uh, um, you know that he accused her of engaging in uh, you know pro independence uh, activities, and all he also criticized her for appearing in a appearing on Ch- on Chinese TV in a group that involved that had a Japanese member as if things couldn't get worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, this this gets complicated because of the complicated feelings about Japan in Taiwan where it's, you know, in Korea um feelings about Japan which are complicated also in Korea as well, but um less so than they are in Taiwan where um there's a, a degree of Again, I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert on anything Taiwanese. Um, but there, from what I've read and from what I've seen, there seems to be a bit more uh, historical ambivalence towards uh, towards Japan and the role Japan has played both in Taiwanese history and it, the the role it currently plays. I mean, for example, the current president, uh, the the recently elected uh, president of Taiwan, in her. Uh, I guess our first speech to give up to getting elected, you know, she went out and thanked the United States and Japan. That's something that pretty much is inconceivable in, in Korea. So um, the relationship there, you know, with Japan and Taiwan is, 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 is complicated and quite the, the popular opinion about Japan is, is quite different there than it is in Korea. Um, but not for guys like this particular singer who, um, you know, very much buys into uh, the the Beijing point of view that you know Japan is a you know a nefarious force uh, both historically and uh, and 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 today. So, um, but anyway, I mean, the the main point of his criticism maybe getting away from the main point. Anyway, the point is he outed her, um, and uh, this created quite a stir in uh, Chinese netizen circles and. You know, so much so that a particular Chinese handset maker who had uh, um, signed a deal with LG um, to market uh, what well, LG provides their uh, uh, some of their uh, what they call LTE support for their handsets. Um, anyway, um, you know they they had told LG that they need to stop their relationship with uh, with, with 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 the with the girl group singer. Um, who was promoting this Chinese handsets maker's phone in Korea? You know, so um, you know the Chinese took it very seriously, and uh, obviously, uh, you know JYP took it very seriously because, well, you know, thanks to the Korean wave, um, you know, a lot of their not just this particular group, but a lot of their uh, musicians have a substantial fan base in China. So they're worried, you know, and, and rightfully so worried that, you know, there's going to be a backlash because of this. Um, and you know, that eventually led to two apologies being made, obviously the videotaped apology by, 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 by the young woman in question, but also by Y you know, JYP itself, you know, which went out and issued a statement of apology. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely an unfortunate situation and it, and it's, and it's gotten worse since then because, 
you know, um, after the apology, this created a lot of outrage, and, and rightfully so, in Taiwan, where you know even the newly elected president in Taiwan is like, "What? What the f?" <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> right. Those are her exact words. What the f? Yeah. Right. Um, and and then that gets you know that plays into you know that gets mixed up in Taiwan with again kind of complicated feelings about Korea, where. Um, you know, there's some lingering resentment about what I guess they would, would they would consider the betrayal of, of of Korea. You know, switching its diplomatic relations from, in in a very undiplomatic way, it should be pointed out. Um, you know, from Taiwan to the People's Republic of China, but also um, feelings, again, from what I from what I've read and from what I've gathered, that you know, Korea has become kind of the new Asia cool. And, uh, um, whereas Taiwan, you know, it wasn't so long ago that, you know, Taiwan and Korea were basically on an equal footing. And now I think there's some people in Taiwan that feel like they're being left behind. Um, and plus, you know, I mean, there's, you know, the Korean, you know, Korean entertainment is very popular in Taiwan as it is in, in, you know, throughout a lot of countries in Asia, and there's some, you know, that of course can create certain resentments in certain circles, and then there are trade issues as well. So, um, you know, and it doesn't help that you know when you give them an issue in which they should rightfully be upset, such as, you know, um, you know where where uh, an entertainment where you know where you have a situation where a, a young entertainer is being forced to. I actually watched a video, and um, when you know, people in Taiwan say, you know, look like, you know, a video that was, you know, one of, I, you know, one of ISIS's uh, videos, right? Um, they're not wrong. The video was quite disturbing. I mean, obviously, I don't want to make a comparison to, it wasn't nearly as disturbing as an ISIS video, but, I mean, it was heartbreaking. I mean, um, and, and very political. I mean, where she, you know, she went out and said, you know, there's, there's one China and, you know, and, uh, you know, um, and even the, uh, the JYP apology too, again, was very political in nature saying that, uh, you know, you know, telling the, the Chinese line that there's one China. Um, yeah, it was, um, if you're Taiwanese, you really do have to wonder is, you know, it's a, she's a Taiwanese entertainer. What kind of flag? Yeah, you know, what flag was she supposed to fly? Yeah, and then actually in the video, I guess I I, we, I should have said that she was holding both the Korean flag and the Taiwanese flag. Right, and all the members were were holding the flags of their respective countries. I mean, you know, um, she's from Taiwan. I mean, there's no, you know, what what other flag is she going to fly? So let's let's talk about this then. Obviously, this happened, and then as you mentioned, she was kind of outed by this guy. Um, should someone have thought about this and been like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have her hold the Taiwanese flag, or do you think that this could have not been an issue at all, and then no one would have said anything? Like, could anyone have guessed this would have been an issue? Because as you mentioned, what flag was she supposed to hold? I don't really think so. I mean, even the, the ironic thing, I mean, part of it is because you're dealing with a guy who's a notorious troublemaker. And the ironic thing is, I mean, now Taiwanese netizens have, you know, found pictures of him, you know, on TV, you know, waving the Taiwanese flag. You know, ironic, isn't it? 
Well, I mean, he wasn't getting ready to like stomp on it. Like he was, I mean, he was like waving the flag because you said he's a. You said he he's gained citizenship now. It, well, I want to confirm that before I. Uh, I should. Well, you know, I guess this is why God made Google. I'll, I'll confirm that. But I've I've heard that and read that from other sources that he's a, 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 a PRC citizen. Now I'll confirm that in a second. But um, I mean, Taiwanese netizens, God, you know, God bless them. They've they've found pictures, for example, of. Uh, you know, Chinese tourists that that came to Taiwan prior to their recent election, and they're waving Taiwanese, yeah, Taiwanese flags um, as a, as a as a sign of support for the, for the for the KMT, right? Because the KMT um, is very much they're not obviously they're not pro communist, but they are pro the idea of one China. Um, so it's okay for Taiwanese, I'm sorry, it's okay for Chinese tourists that come to Taiwan and wave, you know, this, the very same flag as a symbol of, you know, as a political act of, of supporting the one China policy. But, you know, a 16 year old singer in Korea waves the, the same flag and she's, you know, a, uh, you know, a separatist and a person who needs to be punished. It, it's, it's completely ridiculous. And so, well, then, and so about this video that you mentioned, obviously you said it kind of had like a weird vibe to it. Uh, what do you think is happening to this girl now? Is she just listening to what people are telling her to do? Do you think she was sincere in her apology? I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. She's 16 and she's a K-pop singer. She doesn't have a lot of control over anything, really. Well, do I think she was sincere in her apology? I don't, I mean, I don't, it's hard to tell. I mean, I'm not her, right? I, I will say that... You know, in in cases like this, and which eventually, which essentially, what we're looking at here is a case of cyber shaming on a national level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when things like this happen, you go into survival mode, and you do what you can to make it stop. All right. Um. You know, it's definitely the case with her. It's also the case with JYP. I mean, a lot of, you know, JYP is taking a lot of heat and, and maybe rightfully so. Yeah. As I mentioned, their website was taken down yesterday. Well, not just that, but I mean, they're coming under a lot of criticism, both in Taiwan, ironically enough, also in China now, because a lot of the Chinese netizens now, or at least some Chinese netizens now are trying to, you know, now that there's been something of an international backlash, you know, they're trying, some net, Chinese netizens are coming up with these conspiracy theories that, it, oh, it's really just J, JYP's fault that, you know, uh, you know, JYP overreacted to this thing. And now they're trying to blame the Chinese netizens and, you know, for their own, you know, failure to uh, show resolve. And, um, you know, they're coming into criticism in Korea, too. I mean, um, obviously, you know, they're being, uh, now they're being, uh yeah, now they're facing a complaint with the National Human Rights uh, Commission um, over you know allegations that they forced uh, you know forced a young woman to actually make the apology. We'll discuss that a little bit later, but um, you know they're coming under a lot of you know they get they're getting a lot of grief now too. But you know to be honest, you know when you when you got that much money and that much you know. Um, when you got that much at stake in the Chinese market, 
and you're dealing with this mass, um, you know, cyber uprising against you, you know, um, it's, there are no easy choices here. You know, like, you know, like, like the victim of any cyber shaming, you just want to stop and and you go into, you, you go into panic mode. And that, that's something that I, I hope people, well, I don't know if they would or not, but yeah, this is a 16 year old girl. Obviously she's a star. So maybe she's used to a certain amount of attention and stuff like this. Yeah. But she's like 16. Could you imagine going through something like this when you were 16, let alone being part of a situation that's already complicated, as you mentioned, China and Taiwan, Japan and South Korea. Right. You're a 16 year old girl. You're living you know, far from home. And now you've got 1 billion people calling you a traitor, <laughs> you know, um, it's it's ugly, ugly stuff. And you know, even today I was reading something uh in uh the Chosonobo that was talking about even now in China, the authorities are like, you know, this is this is too much. Well, when you know the Chinese are saying it's too much. <laughs> well, I mean some of the some of the Chinese, you know, some of the you know, Chinese papers linked to the linked to the government, you know, were running articles today that were basically saying, Well, you know, that uh yeah, this was excessive. There was, you know, no, there was no need for this. Um, criticizing, you know, criticizing the other guy, the, the Taiwan, the other Taiwanese singer was, we were, we were talking about earlier, basically calling him a troublemaker. Um, they also criticized JYP for making an apology, um, you know, where they should have just, you know, sucked it up and, you know, showed a little resolve. So, you know, even, you know, you have articles appearing in Chinese papers saying that. So, you know, read the, read into that what you will. Um, you know, um, and I'm not really surprised because this wouldn't be the first time where the Chinese government has shown a degree of concern about expressions of ultra-nationalist feelings. Uh, you know, in the population at large, especially online. Now, you would think, you know, that the Chinese government it kind of encourages this, these type of sentiments, and you know, when they're being directed at, you know, enemies of, of, of the Chinese state, for example, uh, you know, Ty- you know, Taiwanese separatists or Japan or whatnot. Um, you would think that the Chinese government would be happy about that, but the way these sort of things work. Um, they could easily get out of hand, and they could easily change. And they could easily change direction. You know, where one day you know you have people online that are, you know, up in arms about Taiwan or Japan, but the next day they might be up in arms about you know their own government. Yeah, that that might be a valid fear if people are like, ah, we're all upset. We're all upset. Oh well, what else should we be upset about? Like, hey, we just raised a bunch of hell. Maybe this could go somewhere. Right, and there's also plenty of there's plenty of historical precedent in china for you know anti-foreign sentiment you know turning around and um getting their own government in trouble you know where anger you know being directed outside all of a sudden turns around and gets directed inward so you know uh yeah i could see how the chinese government would be concerned plus i mean it doesn't make them look good you know, I mean, you know, this, this incident is, you know, you know, 
I, I, there's very there's very few ways in which this plays out. You know, there are very few ways in which you know making a 16 year old girl you know go on video and make you know uh, uh, what, what was clearly a fearful apology. There's very few ways that that you know that that works out well. Yeah, there's no way that looks good. So something that you, you talked about earlier and you said we could catch up on it a little bit later. Let's do that. This whole human rights um, issue. Um, obviously, there's as I reported, you know, just today, um, let me get that information again. It's being brought to South Korea's Human Rights Commission by the Center for a Multicultural Korea, saying that this is a possible human rights violation. So um, usually, uh, actually, I was doing an interview earlier today and I was I was explaining to someone that you know, working here in South Korea, when you hear human rights, usually it's always about North Korea. But there have been a few cases, uh, I think, in the last year specifically, where human rights issues have come up here in South Korea. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and there are plenty of, you know, reasons for that. So then what do you think is going to happen with this? Is You know, as you mentioned, maybe it would have been just better for uh, this JYP entertainment group to have kind of like a, we're sorry, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. It's not a big deal, as opposed to, kind of more bending over backwards with an apology. Um, and now we're leading to this accusation that, you know, this girl was kind of coerced into making this video. Do you think that this is now a whole new dimension of this? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, we need to see how this works out. I mean, they're accusing JYP of forcing, you know, forcing the young woman to make an apology. JYP saying they did no such thing. Um, and actually in their statement was like, you know, to, to do something like that would be really, really bad thing to do. Um, you know, what they say is that, you know, that decision to make that video was done, you know, in consultation with her parents and, you know, you know, their parents or her parents flew in from Taiwan and, you know, she talked with them and, and it basically made it sound like this was, this was their call, um, which it may, which it may well have been, you know, I mean, her parents may have said, you know, her, you know, her parents may have said, look, we need to. We need to get ahead of this thing, you know. I mean, it's not just JYP's money at stake here; it's her career too, right? Yeah, I saw some discussion about how I mean, I forget the 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 group. A group was talking about, or there were rumors about a group trying to buy her. Literally, they kind of phrase it like buy her from JYP, like buy the rights to her career, like she's right. a commodity. Which you know, K-pop singers literally are a commodity, but it's just weird to use that wording for a 16 year old girl. So there's a lot of investment in her and there could be, you know, the, depending on how this goes, there could be uh, a lot more to her career or maybe not so much. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, the, the rumor you were speaking about is a uh, Taiwanese uh, entertainment company with a rumor going out that they would try to buy her contract from JYP, but JYP is like, no, it's a it's a groundless rumor. And, you know, she's a major asset of ours and, we're not that was that was the wording that I saw. She's a major asset of ours. And I was like, oh, mm, OK. Well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, look, uh, you know, sports teams make those kind of statements all the time. So, I mean, I don't I'm, that one doesn't bother me. But in the case, uh, um, in this case, what we're talking, you know, what it comes down to is. Whether JYP forced uh forced her to go out and make that video and like i said we don't know um jyp denies it um as far as i know the girl in, the, the the girl in question hasn't made any um statement to that effect not yet anyway since the since the lawsuit was or since the uh 
since the complaint got raised. Um, you know, the group, uh, the, uh, what was it? The multicultural center of Korea. If you don't know, I don't know what their English name is. Uh, the center for a multicultural Korea. That's the English name. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, just because they claim it so doesn't necessarily mean it is. Um, likewise, just because JYP denies it doesn't mean it is. Um, I think they're hoping that the, the Human Rights Commission will launch an investigation to see whether there was coercion involved. Um, but there's nothing about that flag that suggests Taiwanese independence. That is the flag of the Republic of China. And more specifically, um, it's a flag that is closely associated with the KMT, which is very much a, a, a Chinese unification party. Now, if you were pro you know, Taiwanese independence, she would have probably, you know, she would have held up like a green banner. I think, you know, that's the, the color associated with, uh, the, the political party in Taiwan that's, uh, uh, that's associated with the independence movement. But, but the, but the, the KMT flag, I mean, that's the flag that, that, that you'll see in every ethnic Chinese school in Korea. Right, because they're all associated with the Republic of China government. Yeah, I mean, like in the states, Donald Trump. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, but you know, say what you will. And then Bernie Sanders. I'm a big fan of Bernie Sanders. They both would have like a pin with the United States flag, but they're entirely different ideologies. Not not just that. I mean, like even if you go like to San Francisco's Chinatown or Chinatowns anywhere in the United States, if you look at the the if you go to the you know the like the headquarters of the local Chinese associations, a lot of them fly the 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 ROC flag. There is nothing anti-Chinese about that flag. It's anti-PRC, maybe. Right? Uh, it might be anti-communist, but it's not anti-Chinese. It's not, you know, it's not separatist. Right? And uh, as I pointed out earlier, you have Chinese tourists going to Taiwan, at least, you know, again, you know, Taiwan Taiwanese netizens have gone in and found pictures of of Chinese tourists coming to Taiwan and flying that flag as a symbol of, you know, as a as a symbol of support for the KMT, out of feelings that you know the KMT supports the One China policy, or at least the KMT supports the idea of you know one indivisible China. In fact, there have been times where, again. Um, you know, where the Chinese government has complained about, you know, efforts in certain quarters in Taiwan to change the flag, you know, because they view efforts to change the flag as a, uh, as a, as a, uh, you know, an expression of independence sentiment. So, yeah, this, you know, I, I, I just don't get it. Well, as always, uh, good to speak with you, Rob. An interesting topic for tonight's show. Like I said, never thought we'd be talking about K-pop, but you know, it's it's just it's funny how even talking about K-pop can bring you into so many different territories, so many different topics in the history of the the region, and everything always ends up involving Japan one way or the other. So, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be worse. We could be talking about Justin Bieber. So, you know. oh man, Justin Bieber. I people people have kind of forgiven him a little bit. I remember it was a couple of years ago. People were like, "Deport Justin Bieber, get rid of this guy." And now, I guess we've moved on to other topics. But uh, yeah, that was a good time when everybody was anti Bieber. Maybe we can bring that back. 
Yeah, indeed. Let's uh, let's end there, Rob. Always good to speak with you, and uh, we'll have a non-K-pop related topic for next week. All right, talk to you next week.